Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for Glory to God, glory to God. This is Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, this is the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this hour. We thank you for this very moment, Lord, for a day that we have never seen before. We ask the Heavenly Father that you bless it, that you keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger, that you deliver us, dear Heavenly Father. Deliver us from ourselves, dear Heavenly Father, because in most of the time in this life, we seem to be our biggest enemy. So we're asking right now, Heavenly Father, that you take this broadcast forward, that you touch the hearts, you touch the mind, you touch the ears of every one of those listeners today. And we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise. In the name of your Son, Yahshua, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. And thank God. All right, this is the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. We're your broadcast. Pastor Ryan, our guest, coming to see you live once again. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Let us take a moment of silence. A moment of silence for all of those who have lost someone to senseless violence. Um, those of you that have lost someone uh, through the violence and the and the prejudice of this uh, system that we live in, which we call justice in America. And we know in most cases, most of the time, it's just us in America who have received, uh, you know, the violence and foster also persecution and uh, those of us that have suffered uh, so many things in America through the law enforcement uh, and the violence acts that we endure each and every day. Yeah, this is the whole truth, nothing but truth radio broadcast. Pastor Ryan, their gang coming to you live. And uh, Another incident happened in Atlanta where um, we, we had some, you know, young children that were caught up in the path of violence. Uh, it seems like uh, every time we turn around, the innocent uh, ones who ain't even got nothing to do with what's going on out here in the streets. Are falling prey to violent acts, or falling prey to acts of violence, or you know, falling prey to you know our sons and our daughters, little babies. Um, you know, they're where they're supposed to be at. They're doing what they're supposed to do, and uh, yet they keep falling victim to gun violence. And today. Looking back over the years, uh, <clears throat> we you know we're uh, we're in the month of March and and uh, already you know we're looking at the death tolls across the country. Already we're looking at uh, the numbers of of uh, people you know being affected by acts of violence. And, and, you know, today we want to try to come up with an explanation as to, as to why these things are taking place in our community and, and what we can do as black America 
uh, to counteract these things. Uh, enough is enough, y'all. We done been through enough of this. And I don't care, uh, you know, every every race on the planet, every people on the planet that are represented on the planet have been through some type of, uh, have been through something. They've been through some type of uh, slavery or they've been through some type of abuse or some type of holocaust or they've been through uh <clears throat> Some you know some type of some acts of violent history. You know we as Black America we're not the only ones that have ever been enslaved. We're not the only ones that have ever been mistreated in history. Uh, that have faced destruction in history. But what I must say is that you know how we react and what we do. That's this. This is the problem. Because you know most civilizations have been uh, have a part in their history where they can talk about uh, them being enslaved or their people being uh, persecuted, uh, but but we have to ask the question: Why are we different? Why are we different as a people? Why are we different as a nation of people? And uh, <clears throat> again, we're being Matthew. Uh, the 17th chapter. We'll be in Matthew, the 17th chapter today. Uh, we go in New Testament. So uh, get your Bibles. Get your Bibles and uh, uh, go with me to the uh, 17th chapter of the book of Matthew. And uh, we're going to get in the Word. We're going to get in the Word. Let us take a moment of silence. As I said, let us take a moment of silence. For all of those people, all of those families out there that are listening to this broadcast that have lost someone or someone fell victim of violence and uh, or, or fell victim or died because of senseless violence, let us take a moment of silence. Amen, amen, and amen. This is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. I thank you for taking that moment of silence to, you know, to reflect and to give, you know, to send up prayers for those families that have been affected by the violence and by the violent acts that go out every day. Once again, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lonnie O'Dan coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And this is the Sabbath day, so we give God all the honor. We give God all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise, thanking you for another Sabbath day, thanking you for another day of rest, thanking you for another day of praise, thanking you for another day of exaltation when we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory in the name of Yahshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God, and we praise you for all the things that are happening in this day. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And we, we're talking about, we're talking about, we're talking about black America today, and we're talking about <clears throat> The amount of violence and the and and the mass incarceration of a nation of people, and 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 today I want to add the rebuke and the rebuttal that it ain't nobody's fault but our own. Yep, it ain't nobody's fault but our own. You see, you know, our people 
on TV, they on the radio, they on podcast, they got all kind of stuff going. Me, you know, I've been I've been uh online, I've been practicing online ministry. God commanded me, uh, Pastor Lionel Gant to build the life in Christ Christian ministry. Uh, he uh, he commanded me to build a church without walls. And those of those of you that know me, those of you that have been a part of my ministry, have been with me for a long time, you know that this is what we do every day. This is what we do, you know, uh, what we've been doing online. Before that was in Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, you know, we were out there doing outreach ministry. Uh, the Life in Christ has been in effect for a number of years. And, uh, you know, not being a traditional church made like the churches that we see today, this was a total outreach ministry. The, the mere fact that you're listening to this broadcast, the mere fact that you have participated in the uh, in the uh, love festivals, you participated in the events that we hosted uh, across the nation, uh, we've been in Florida. We've been hosting events in Alabama and Mississippi. We've hosted events in uh, South Carolina. We've ho- hosted events in, uh, you know, uh, in, in Chicago. Everywhere that we've gone, everywhere we've linked and networked with people out here, we have we have we have been on the forefront of the battle to uh, stop the violence and the mass incarceration of our people. When we're nobody talking about mass incarceration and the effects of of the uh, prison industrial complex, we were out there preaching and teaching those things. We've been on the battlefield, and we've been out front uh, representing black America in the things uh, that are affecting us, that are affecting us the most. Right now, uh, the violence, if, if, if Dr. King was here, I think this would be his, his primary campaign to uh, stop us from killing us. So, so Black America, I'm telling you, today I'm explaining to you that, that the situation that you're in, you're in that situation today. We're going to look at some of the reasons why, you know, violence is so prevalent in our neighborhood. We're going to look at some of the reasons why our children are being mass incarcerated. Stand by. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Stand by one. Glory to God. Glory to God. Sorry about that, you all. We, you know, this broadcast is live, and a lot of times we have some uh, some technical difficulties. Uh, but glory to God, we're thankful that uh, for these amount of years, uh, we've been on the air and we've been, uh, we've been, we've been, uh, you know, we've been live uh, since uh, uh, 2017, and uh, and and now you know we're in 2023. And uh, we we've been on the air. And we've been pushing, uh, you know, pushing for enlightenment because we feel like uh, uh, the best way to counteract uh, violence and mass incarceration in our community. We agreed a long time ago that in order to counteract. Um, these things which are affecting black America, that we had to change the hearts and minds of men, meaning that not only we had to change the hearts and minds of our black brothers and sisters, but we also had to change the hearts and minds of our white brothers and sisters, of our Latino and, 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 uh, and, uh, and other uh, races of people, we had to change. <clears throat> we had to change the hearts of the people. We had to come up with a strategy to uh, 
<clears throat> to open up the hearts and minds of the people. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the best way we could do that is through by knowledge and education. And 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 also, you know, we have to change the situation uh, that our people are in in order to effect a, a, a real positive change. Uh, so, so knowledge is power, and once 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 we enlighten you, once we give you that knowledge, once we once we open up the windows of your mind, once we open up the doors to your heart, then we effect positive change. And and and, and what we see happening today, you know, a lot of people, you know, when we had a lot of broadcasts. We interviewed a lot of uh, people on this radio broadcast, and a lot of them say the same thing, uh, you know, saying that the reason why we are so, you know, oppressed and the reason why we're going so much killing in our community, so much uh, mayhem, so much violence in our community, <clears throat> they blame it on us being uh, a primitive people or, a, a ignorant people, or, a, or you know, they say things like you know, you know, rats in the ghetto, roaches in the ghetto, and and uh, you know, they they blame it on our lifestyle, uh, but that's not true. And uh, if we look at those settlers that came to America by choice those who came to America by choice, uh, you know, they suffered in ghettos up north. They suffered in in uh in in ghettos and and they had lived in horrible conditions in California and in uh in New York and in New Jersey and uh up in you know up north where as the settlers first came to this country, they suffered many things. And uh, they went through the same thing. They 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 suffered through different acts of violence, and you know they had hard living conditions because of the situation that they were put in. If you take a whole lot of people and cram them into one place with little opportunity, uh, with no food, with uh, limited amounts of shelter, you're going to produce the same atmosphere. You're going to produce the same uh, behaviors. You're going to see violence. You're going to see uh, robbery. You're going to see stealing. You're going to see those things. You know, people doing horrible things in order to survive. That this is a condition that could be placed on anybody. That you know, all of the settlers that came here newly to America, they all suffered through these things. The 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 Chinese that that came over to this country newly. Uh, seeking for opportunities, they suffered through many uh, tribulations. The Irish that came over to this country newly, they suffered a whole lot of things uh, of, of oppression and slavery and, and uh, servitude. Um, uh, uh, and as we look at every culture, we look at the Scottish, we look at all the different uh, cultures that have come here, the British, uh, the French. We look at all these cultures that came to America that made up the fiber of what America is today. There was nobody that was more afflicted. Nobody was uh, more uh, enslaved. Nobody was more uh, uh, violated, more mistreated than than what we call today black America. We suffered you know, over 240-some years of slavery on American soil. We were brought here against our will. We were not brought here on cruise ships uh, to start a new life in America. We were brought here on slave ships. We were, we were the largest amount of commerce in the world at one time, uh, which was fueled by the hatred and the bitterness and the the suffrage of slavery. We are the only nation of people in the world that have suffered through these things. We talk about the Jew, the so-called Jews, 
Jewish people uh, and what they suffered through the Holocaust. But we've been going through this Holocaust for more than 400 years. Suffered. We have suffered affliction in America for more than 400 years. And, uh, and last year, this is what we talked about the whole year. We was in the book of Genesis, the 15th chapter, the 13th and the 14th verse, and I showed you through the Bible <clears throat> where God had prophesied that if, we, if Israel continued to violate God's commandments, if Israel continued to violate God's word, God told them that, they were, that their descendants was going to suffer in a strange land for more than 400 years. But at the end of that 400 years, God said that he would judge those nations that judged us. So now all of those nations who judged us, all of those nations who afflicted uh, us as a people, as black America as a people, now we're seeing those countries, we're seeing those nations being afflicted around the globe. And, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. I'm going to tell you, everything that I say to you, I encourage you to go look it up, to go research it, and you'll find out that we're dealing with nothing but the whole truth. All right, y'all. So what I'm saying to you is that if if you're given the same situation, all of the people who established themselves in America stand by one, please. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, all of those nations that that uh, that were colonized, all those nations that came to American soil newly, uh, you know, they came on ships. They came on ships uh, to American soil, but uh, but and they endured hardships and things of that sort. But uh, but they weren't. Nobody suffered like we did here in black America. Uh, you know, we were brought in slave ships. We were brought in horrible conditions. We were brought over here uh, to be traded, to be traded for for slaves. Uh, and and the things that we suffered... Well, unlike all the things that other settlers, that others came in as settlers, they came in by their own choice. A lot of people we understand that came from China, uh, that came from China, they suffered uh, many things because seeking a seeking a, uh, a, a new opportunity, a lot of the Oriental uh, descendants came to America seeking for a seeking for a new opportunity, a new start in this so-called new land, in this in this uh, in this so-called new world, they came over here looking, seeking uh, new opportunities, and a lot of them were placed in, in a, 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 a sort of slavery uh, because uh, they had to. They had to uh, work for so many years to pay back their debt uh, for uh, for the ones who bought their who bought their uh, their ticket uh, to get on the ships. They had to uh, pay back uh, promises that they made to uh, uh, landlords and and different uh, different people who uh, maintained control over them. And uh, and so this was a life of suffering for them also. So it was not only just Black America that went through horrific things in America, but just about every race that uh, that was established here in America went through some type of uh, horrible uh, uh, treatment uh, on American soil. If we, as we walk through the state of Georgia, I, I mentioned this many times on my broadcast. You know, there's not a place, there's not a place in America, uh, especially here in Georgia, that uh, that we haven't seen. There's not a place here in Georgia where there hasn't been 
where we haven't seen the blood of innocent people shed. And uh, and th- and this is what has happened here. Uh, we, you know, Georgia was the 13th colony, and in in Georgia we saw, uh, you know, horrific uh, acts of violence that was being committed. We saw them uh, hanging, what we call lynching people, uh, throughout the nation. We've seen, you know, so many horrific. Uh, places and things that uh, took part in took part in Georgia that there's not a place I would say in America there's not a place on America that we haven't seen bloodshed we haven't seen you know the violence uh, that that went across this nation and uh, and we as a we as a the children of the Most High God. We are the ones who have suffered the most violent treatment here in America. We are the ones who went through the the, the Holocaust here in America, more so than any other race of people, more so than any other people that have came upon these shores. We are the ones who have suffered the most. And as I taught you uh, last year, we were dealing with Genesis uh, the 15th chapter we were over there in the 13th and the 14th verse where God said no where God told Abraham no for surely excuse me I got a cold and got some congestion going on in, <laughs> uh, this morning so please forgive me uh, in, in Genesis uh, chapter 15 uh, verses 13 and 14 God told Abram, know for surely that your descendants, that your offspring, you know, in the future, in the in the in the very distant future, that your offspring are going to go through great tribulations. They're going to go through slavery. They're going to go through imprisonment. They're going to go through <clears throat> horrible times in a strange land, in a new land. For 400 years. And, and and God prophesied that throughout the Bible that if Israel didn't keep his commandments, that if the children of if the Hebrew nation of Israel didn't keep God's commandments, he said that this is what they were going to go through. He described the acts that we were going to suffer in great detail so that we might know who the true children of Israel face of the earth. And, and and although they took away our name, they took away our identity, they took away our language so that we couldn't speak Hebrew, they didn't allow us to write in Hebrew, they, they, they gave us a strange language, they gave us this so-called English language and uh, forbidden us to speak uh, of our own history, uh, and they literally beat it out of us. They literally, you know, uh, tried to hold back the secret as to who we were. They didn't let us know that we were the descendants of Abraham. They didn't let us know that we were the descendants of Isaac, that we were the descendants of Jacob, that we were the children of the Most High God. They didn't, they beat it out of us. They they uh, tried to keep us illiterate. Uh, take away our ability to read and to write, and uh, and 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 to force this hardship on us that so much so that we forgot about we as a nation of people forgot about who we were. We didn't know where we came from. They say we came from Africa, but Africa has uh, you know more than 120 different uh, different uh, races, different uh, 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 classes, and different. Uh, uh, denominations of people throughout the African course. That I mean, there's there there are so many different uh, different uh, different uh, uh, tribes of people in Africa. You know, by them just saying that we're from Africa, what does that mean? You know, uh, what part of Africa? What tribe from Africa? What nationality? of people that we come from in Africa. And 
it has been determined that we, yes, we came, we were found in Africa. We uh, were enslaved on the slave coast of Africa because our people were Israelites. Our people came from the land of Judah. Our people came from Africa. But but most of them ran down into Africa uh, after the persecution of the Roman government. The persecution was so severe against them that a lot of our people, they flee for their lives. We saw examples in the Bible that whenever something was happening in Israel, a lot of times the Israelites, they would run down to Egypt. which is a black nation, just like uh, just like uh, the Hebrew nation were. These were people of color uh, because they came out of the harsh land of Africa. Because they came uh, out of Africa, you know, most of the people that you're reading about in your Bible today, these are these are black people. These are people of color, and 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 the Catholic Church wanted to annihilate that. They they didn't want the world to know that the children of the most high God are 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 African or, you know, we are, are black people. Uh, so they, you know, robbed us of our language, they robbed us of our knowledge of uh Hebrew. They robbed us of all of that. But we thank God for Jesus because through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit through the baptizing of the Holy Spirit, I think that God has brought us back in uh, one contact with him, that when people are immersed in the Holy Spirit, they begin to speak in other tongues, that God gives, I believe that God gives us back. Uh, Those Hebrews, those that came, those of us black Americans that came from the Hebrew nation, I believe that when they're baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they begin to speak in tongues. That Aramaic is the language that they're speaking in. That they're speaking back in the holy language. Because for a long time on this earth, the only language on this earth was the Hebrew language. That was the primary religion. That was the primary, I'm sorry, language that came from God. Uh, that was the primary uh, language that they spoke on the earth until the time that God uh, scattered the people and confused the languages, there was only one language, and that was the Hebrew language. And, that, and so I believe that when God, had, when God put things back right between God and man, I believe that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit excuse me, brings us back in fellowship with the Spirit of God, brings us back in fellowship with the Word of God, and and it, and it brings us back into the knowledge of the Hebrew language, the language that was taken from us, the language that was beaten out of us. I believe that God baptizes us in his Spirit, and he fills us with the understanding uh, of his language, which is the Hebrew language. All right, y'all, this is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live. See, everything begins to make sense to you, okay? All these things that happen to us um, uh, and, and having our identity stripped from us, having our language stripped from us, having our knowledge of our history beaten out of us, uh, you know, it's, it's powerful. It's powerful revelation that God sets us back in oneness with him through the outpouring of his Holy Spirit, that those of us that come in contact with him, that keeps his commandment, God opens back up our understanding. And now he has walked us through the Bible where he has shown us in the Bible that we are the children of the Most High God. And that makes all the difference in the world because before before the return of, before we could go into this uh, part of judgment, before we could see this new heaven and this new earth, uh, the nation of Israel has to be identified. Uh, The nation of Israel has to come back on the scene 
And uh, many things have to happen before the return of Christ and before we see the judgment of God. And right now, we're just one more step closer to that as black America are becoming aware of themselves and they've been able to do the research and they know who we are. Now that we know that we are the children of the Most High God, we see a lot of things changing. We see a lot of things taking effect. And um, and this is this is the hour that we're living in today where, where we have suffered in this country for 400 years, uh, meaning that August 2019 was the end of that 400 years. And now we're seeing great changes that are happening around the world. I could see you say not only are these changes happening in America, in South America and Central America, and in the islands, we're seeing these we're seeing these changes around the globe. We're seeing we're seeing the eyes of the people becoming open everywhere around the planet. So right now we realize that God is in control and that the nations are in the hands of God. Nations rise and fall based on God um, divination, based on God uh, divinity, based on God's knowledge, you know, because he has set these things in motion. So right now, we're coming to you with, you know, our strategy was to come to you with knowledge, to give you the knowledge that you needed to open up your mind, to open up your eyes, the eyes of your understanding, so that you would know for surely who you are and where you came from. And when we started this Stop the Violence campaign, we made it clear that it was our job, it was our goal to change the hearts and minds of men, to stop the violence in our neighborhood by letting us know as black men as to who we are, by letting us know, by letting our people know as black women who they are, where they came from. So we use the power of knowledge. We use the power of education, and we use the power of economic empowerment to counteract the mindset, to counteract, to counteract the the counteract the the enslavement and the darkness and the hatred and all the things that were forced upon uh, Black America. We countered that through by the use of education and economic empowerment. We stopped the violence in our neighborhood. And everywhere we've gone, ever since we've been out here, uh, uh, people have been saying no to violence. People have been saying no to gun violence. And we've seen the numbers constantly decreasing uh, as we, as as the eyes of the people are open. We see that this is the most effective way to stop violence in America. This is the most effective way to uh, counteract the mass incarceration of our people. People, it's just time for us to stop making excuses. It's time for just because you know they're dropping off guns uh, in our neighborhoods in Chicago. We got reports of them dropping off cases of guns and ammunitions and magazines in our neighborhoods. And and they what they mean for us to do is they mean for us to kill ourselves. They mean for us to use these weapons to destroy our culture. But it's high time now that we take that shackle off our mind, that we take that shackle off our eyes. You know, I don't care how many guns they drop in the black community. I don't care how much drugs they drop off in the black community. It's up to us not to use those guns. It's up to us not to use those drugs to bring our communities down. It's up to us to take in the discipline of, of, of choosing not to kill our brothers not to kill our sisters. It's up to us to stop the violence. It's up to us to stop killing us in, in black America. And, and, and so, so it's time for us. I don't care how poor you are. I don't care what ghetto they put you in. There's no excuse for you taking the life of another man or another woman because of your economic status, because of where you are. I, I watched my grandparents in, in, in my time, I was born in, in 1959. So I watched my grandparents uh, and, and, and my aunties and my uncles, you know, they lived a different life. You know, if one of them had bread, everybody had bread. 
If one of them had a, a pot of grits, they fed all the children in the neighborhood. They came together as one people, okay, so that nobody had to suffer those things. And when I was growing up, I thought we was rich. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know about any poverty or anything like that because, you know, I, you know, I would, because of our neighbors and because of our strong ties to family, we ate every day. And, and and we ate good food every day, and uh, and and we and we we you know had a roof over our head. There was no such thing as homelessness in in those days uh, because we had strong families and everybody stayed under the same roof and everybody you know everybody we didn't have any uh, feed the hungry program because. Uh, we fed each other as as being kinfolks, as being neighbors. If, if if I had something to eat, everybody on my street had something to eat. They were able to come and get a sandwich, or they were able to come and get a biscuit. They were able to come and get some grits or some eggs or, or something to eat because that was we took care of each other. So it's enough of that making excuses that that because we're in poverty. We're out here living uh, in this situation where we're killing each other. Uh, we can't we can't use that excuse anymore because uh, I don't care what ghetto you come from, I don't care what neighborhood you come from. There's no excuse for you taking your taking the lives of your brothers and sisters. There's no excuse for us to be taking each other's lives. There's no excuse for us to be bringing down our neighborhood. Even though they flood our neighborhood with drugs, you know, it, it, we still have the ability to overcome that. And, we, you know, the drugs don't make us. We make, we, we you know, just like they say, the money don't make us. We make the money. You know, black America has shown the world that the drugs don't make us. We make the, we make the drugs. You know where they, you know, brought the crack cocaine and they brought the heroin into our communities to to strike us down, to help to uh, make us fall down. We survived all of that. We survived through the crack cocaine epidemic. We survived through the heroin epidemic. We survived through the epidemic of of the of the um, the mollies and the peels and the, all the things that they were uh, trying to bring into our lives. We survived through all of the the meth, uh, the meth labs, and all the stuff they tried to bring into our community to bring us down. We, as a nation of black people, we survived through it. We fought through it, and as a nation of people, we came through it. So, what I'm saying to you today, enough is enough. It's a time out for making excuses about why black America is out here killing each other. Why black America is out here. Uh, robbing and stealing from each other. Why is black America out here, you know, selling the drugs and using the drugs? Well, let me tell you something. Every race, every nationality of people in America suffer from these same things. Their children use drugs. Uh, Their children are out here uh, committing fornication, uh, committing adulterous uh, relationships, having children um, uh, out of wedlock. They're out here, you know, every race of people that are that are in this country. Um, we're talking about Chinese, Japanese. We're talking about Italian, uh, Irish, English. We're talking about African. We're talking about every nationality on the face of this earth, every nationality located here in America. They all suffer from the same thing, okay? They're not talking about... The, like the Africans that uh, come to America from uh, countries like Nigeria, like uh, Ghana, and you know other places around the world, they come to the United States, and uh, we don't hear about we don't hear about the crime rates amongst them uh, in our community. We don't hear about uh, the crime rates of the Chinese. Uh, that migrated here. We don't hear about uh, the 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 crime rates of the Jewish settlers that settled here. We don't hear about the crime rates of all of the other nationalities of people that you know that assembled here in America. We don't hear about those things 
But the only thing they, you know, they're preaching to the world, the only thing the media is putting out in the world is about, you know, all the negative things that are happening to black America, which we are, we are, we only make a percentage of the American population. I don't believe we make up 13 uh, percent. I believe it's a higher percentage than that. I believe we make up at least uh, 30 to 40 percent of, uh, of this nation's population uh, because of slavery. There were more black people, uh, you know, imported into America. There were more black children. And, uh, and, uh, and, and we have to see, we have to see that, uh, that, uh, that, 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 that there's more, that there's more, uh, uh, black offspring in this country than what they're trying to give us credit for. They're trying to keep us in the so-called minority status, but I think that uh, think that there's uh, uh, a lot more uh, uh, black, you know, offspring in what they're giving us credit for uh, through the uh, through the so-called uh, media their control of media today. They're trying to make it seem as though we're down to like, you know, 10% or 12% of the population when we are way more than that in the population. Because, I mean, if you look at the slavery, if you look at slavery, for every plantation, for every family of at least, uh, you know, four to six uh, uh, white Americans that were on the... Uh, Slave on the slave plantation. There were over forty or fifty slaves. You know, there were more than thirty slaves on a plantation uh, in order to maintain the plantation, in order to grow the crops, in order to to grow the uh, the the, uh, the animals, to or in order to you know to work a plantation, to harvest the sugarcane, to harvest uh, the cotton, or to harvest those things in great abundance. You needed a lot of workers. You needed a lot of workers. So, so there was more uh, uh, black population to every uh, plantation, to every household than there were uh, than there were white. So, so even the average family, uh, even the average white family that maybe had had a husband, a wife, uh, 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 a couple of in laws. Uh, and you know more than six children uh, in that household. Uh, you know they had more slaves than they had uh, their actual family members. You know so they might have had you know on the average at least uh, the average family of uh, of uh, let's say you know a husband a wife uh, two sons. Uh, two daughters uh, in a family, which would make up the number of six. They would have they would have about uh, you know uh, ten or fifteen slaves uh, per each one of those uh, per each one of those individuals. So so there's no way that they say that we're only thirteen percent of the population of the United States. Uh, uh, and that explains the reason why they're trying to kill us. That explains the reason why they're trying to mass incarcerate us. They're trying to keep us keep us uh, down uh, and, and keep us out of the arc of power in order to, so that we can't promote change. You know, these things have been afflicted upon us. So now it's time for us to come out of that, time for us to come to the knowledge of who we are, we are the children of the Most High God. We are descendants of Abraham. We are the descendants of Isaac and of Jacob. We are we are the people that you're reading about in the Bible. We are the descendants of Adam and Eve. We come from we come from the lineage. We come from the lineage of the chosen people of God. And and once you have that knowledge in your heart, once you have that knowledge in your mind. Uh, things change. So right now, so right now, I'm asking you to get in your Bible. I'm asking you to research your Bible. I'm asking you to follow the follow my broadcast and stay up with me 
and uh, we're gonna we're gonna use the power of the truth to break the shackles and to break the yokes, the bondage that's upon our people. All right, y'all. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. I like to thank all of you who have participated with me and that have walked with me on this journey. I pray that you research everything that I've told you. Uh, today we were in the book of uh, in the book of Matthew, the seventeenth chapter. I'm going to ask you to go and read that seventeenth chapter of the book of, of Matthew. It's going to bring you so much enlightenment. It's going to touch your heart. All right, y'all. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. We kind of went over our time. I said that when I'm teaching the Word of God, I, I would try not to go over 30 minutes, but we've gone over that time today. And I want you to take the time uh, to go online and to research who are the real children of Israel, who are the real children of the Most High God. And Matthew, the 17th chapter, is going to help you out in that regard. And I'm asking you to go in your Bible right now and read that. I'm asking you to have a blessed Sabbath day. I'm asking you to have a blessed holy day that God has set aside for you and for your family. And I'm praying right now that God do miracles, miracles in your life. This is the whole truth, nothing but a truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Dan coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Peace and blessings. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. 